One of the big things that I realized and learned in 2021 is that I have dyslexia, or and I've experienced that all of my life, and a lot of personal lights lit up all throughout my life. And that's meant that I've needed to make changes in order to maintain my energy. Now, you may not necessarily have that as your situation, but if you sometimes get a little bit strained by looking at your screen or reading text, and you do enjoy podcasts, uh, or you're kind of trying to stay on the move, I think listening to audiobooks is a really great way to nourish your mind while still being active in life. So if you go to audibletrial.com slash dopamine, you can get started on your first free ebook. I just finished the A Brief History of Everything by Ken Wilbur, and my brain is kind of exploding. So I'm going to process that, and those will probably be podcast episodes. But for you, pick whatever book feels good for you. Go to audibletrial.com slash dopamine, D-O-P-E-A-M-I-N-E. Start your free trial, and that supports the podcast. And I appreciate you very much for doing that. And hey, you get to enjoy some, some audiobooks in the process. So go do the thing. Appreciate you. Hey there, C-Note here. Welcome back to Dopamine. I just wanted to send a quick message and a quick quick little mini podcast about the end of the year and what this tends to mean for us in terms of uh, what's next, what's come before. Usually this is like a check-in point, a transition point. So hopefully the holiday has been good for you. If it has not been good for you, that's okay too. That's going to happen um, for plenty of us, and you know, whether we're dealing with family or the holidays bring up some sort of, uh, issue with our past or, um, you know, we're having to do a lot of work or we're having to figure out how to balance work for me personally. Like when I take time off, I'm not getting paid cause I'm freelancing. So finding that balance between rest and work is really difficult and allowing myself to take the time off that I need has been difficult. But time with the family has been good. Uh, I haven't gotten a chance to see my family because of like pandemic stuff. And um, it's been good to hang out with the kids, but we all are also very tired. Uh, What I've been doing towards the end of this last week of the year uh, is we've just done a lot of, we did some deep cleaning uh, today. And what I like to do, something my dad taught me is to enter the year with a fresh start. So that might mean... Uh, you know, wiping some things down, dusting things, cleaning things, making sure you have food in your fridge, if you're capable of doing that, or if that, if your life circumstance allows for that and sort of getting to a place where you're just, you can kind of enter the new year with a sort of fresh perspective. Um, One of the challenges of that is sometimes we can carry things from the previous year with us and So I think it's that year in review aspect is important, but I think it's also important to notice what you do review. So it's really possible and really easy to get into a cynical space and uh, look at all of the negative things that have happened in the last year, especially if you're very socially focused and you're trying to think about the big picture all the time. It is very easy to get caught up in whatever the news has told you to be fearful of or to keep your mind on or even your friends or social sphere has had you keep your mind on. But there are all sorts of micro things that are important to take stock of. And I think it's important to use this opportunity as a point of gratitude, as a point of 
launching forward. And so if you're able to document, whether it's like voice recording on a podcast or just for yourself, uh, maybe taking some notes. I've got, there's uh, stuff in the background, by the way. So if there's weird, like farting noise sounds, that's because they're doing work in my building and there's not a lot I can do about that, but I want to do this quick podcast. And, uh, but anyway, uh, so if you have a chance to journal, you have a chance to go back in time in some sense and look at some of the past things in your personal life, not in the world. You know, it's not about the world, quote unquote, or pop culture or the news or uh, whatever outlets you follow or Twitter or anything like that to tell you what the last year has been like for you. This is a self-discovery, right? This is about mining what has been good for the last year for you. Um, For me, uh, you know, I had the opportunity to do uh, profiler training and go to a live event again and get those uh, wheels greased, as it were, and that's been really amazing. Um, Molly and I got into wrestling again this year for some reason, and she really loves it. And that's really surprising. And that's something we do regularly. We really love following the narrative and it's really interesting to see the, the, the storytelling transitions and stuff like that. It's really like this athletic theater and all of that's really interesting. I think we've grown a lot this year in terms of our relationship to the kids. I think we've gotten in a better flow with the kids uh, when they're around, which is much more often, thankfully, we went through like a court situation and all that's been ironed out. And that's been really great. I myself have gone through a lot of personal healing this year, there's still always a lot to go. But um, I've gotten an opportunity to really feel more to learn some practices where I can f- like get a better sense of what it f- actually feels like to feel my feelings, start to develop a better relationship with my self preservation side of like, handling, um, uh, uh, resources. And I'm actually, uh, losing weight. I lost 12 pounds this year, mostly towards the end of the year, but I'm 12 pounds down and that feels really good. So that's something I can celebrate. And so what comes as a result of whatever it is that you do, and you're able to write down and take note of, even if it's just a few things, this is not about comparison to other people's things, whether or not someone else has it better or worse. Everyone's story is unique and different. So just focus on yourself. And so with this comes what's coming next, right? Like what, what's coming next for you. And it really depends on your ability to project, you know, so don't worry about again, having to do it a certain way or having to think very detailed or very, very far ahead when it comes to what you're visioning, right? So I think there's two ways to think about it. I tend to think about vision versus goals. Some people have goals for the year. They have maybe a certain weight that they want to get to, or they have a certain thing that they want to achieve. They want to run a marathon, or they want to um, create some sort of consistency, or they want to um, improve a relationship with a family member or something like that. Something where even that last one wasn't really something you can put a metric to, but if you are someone that prefers to use met, use metrics, you totally can. And that can guide you day to day. And I would encourage you to make some sort of goal or vision to be attainable, something you can actually do. Because it, if it's too easy, then it doesn't feel like you did anything. And if it's too hard, then it's discouraging and you're not going to want to keep doing it. It's like, what can you do that is incremental? What is something that you can do that you could chip away at every day? And something that you feel like is attainable based on where you are in your life right now. And so the other side of it is thinking about vision, right? And vision changes. 
So vision is like, what are you casting for yourself for this year? What would you like to happen? Not necessarily what you're going to make happen. And I think this really depends on, sometimes it's a personality type factor. I think judges tend to set goals. Perceivers tend to cast visions. Because perceivers, we're responding to the outside world and adapting all the time. So if we are able to shift constantly, you know, that means we're going to be moving all around and the vision might change. But in my mind, I think about vision as a big mountain in the distance. It's kind of blurry. You're not really sure of the details of what the mountain actually looks like, what that experience is going to be like. But as you get closer, even if you're meandering, you know, based on parallax and the idea that uh, something massive in the distance is not going to move as fast as something in front of you, that you can still see it in the distance, even if you're moving in that general direction. And it's becoming clearer and clearer as you get closer to it. And maybe you're walking towards something you didn't really think, you, know, you didn't know what it was until you got get closer to it. And that's what I mean by vision. Vision is uh, being able to cast some sort of kind of general idea of what you would like. You know, what I would like to happen for this year for Molly and I is to figure out some way to improve our income so that we can get Molly a car and getting Molly a car can start to open up other doors for us to be able to do other things in other ways. And so that's to me a bit of a goal, but it's also, I know that that might change as the circumstances change. So as the circumstances change, I'm not going to feel frustrated that I can't hit that goal necessarily because if I'm still walking in that general direction, even if there are detours or meanderings, like I'm still focused on that general direction. I'm not necessarily focused on how to get there specifically, or it's not something that I'm, uh, uh, that I'm beating myself up for and have to walk a specific path to get there. And so for me, that's one big thing I'm thinking about for the next year. And so I think casting a vision for yourself is like, it's like writing up a dream board. It's like, what would I like to happen? And as you just kind of go through life uh, over the next year, just check it every once in a while, right? And I guess the last thing I would like to offer is to be careful of this trap of getting into the new year and, and assuming that because it's a new year that new things are supposed to happen. In reality, we're just operating based on people time. And this is, you know, time is a thing that is intangible and we have created ways to make it referenceable by having dates, by having time that we can all calibrate to. But, you know, because it's a new year, because the calendar date turns over, doesn't mean things are supposed to happen. I always hear like, it's 2021 and life should be like this by now. And it's like, the year doesn't actually mean anything. What someone says, when someone says that, you're usually referencing like what life was like 30 years ago versus today and maybe what the movie said the future was supposed to be. <laughs> and And because we're not there now, that can be disappointing. But that's not just that's that's just not a thing don't worry about that you know so don't get into this trap of as the days start to go on and you're not necessarily hitting a goal or you're not seeing the vision clearly as you're going along that it's like oh i can't wait until the next year happens it's like if 2022 isn't starting out great that doesn't mean 2023 is going to be better or worse like these are just numbers these are just reference points these are just ways that we track uh circularly you know the the f things for history's sake so we can have a reference point 
but everything is moving forward. Time is moving. I wouldn't even say forward. Time's more of a circular thing, I think. But um, the way that we uh, capture it is not necessarily relevant to whether or not something is going to be better, right? So just because it's January 1st, 2022, doesn't mean that there's anything that has to be better or worse than January 1st, 2021. Does that make sense? And so try not to worry about, like, that's another form of external comparison. You can compare yourself to people, but even if you're comparing yourself to your previous self in a negative way, that can be the same thing as, as referencing an external person as something you're comparing yourself to in, in a way that's unhelpful, right? It, I mean, it's okay to get, if you're working on goals, it's like that, that reference point is helpful because it's a metric. But if you're working on something emotionally, then that's going to be much harder to reference. Unless, again, you're tracking it based on like taking notes of yourself and eventually going back in time every year and checking what those notes have been and checking in on yourself and what things have been like and, and how they can go forward. So, uh, you know, you might be in a healing space and you're still working on that, and that's very okay. You might have to go easy on yourself in terms of what the goals are or what the vision is for yourself. Uh, if you're very much in an achievement space and you're like, I want to do this, 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 and this, then be ambitious. That's great. But also, if you're being ambitious and, you know, things are not going the way that you want them to, then that's cool too. You know, recalibrate, you know, just because you're casting a vision right now, you know, like the pandemic didn't, we didn't expect the pandemic to happen. So that was a really difficult time and really has been still for people to pivot and figure out what's going to happen. We never know what's going to happen. We could get a phone call the next day that's going to derail our world and so do your best to try to not get too tied to the vision or too tied to a specific goal because things are going to change and you're going to have to take it day by day, moment to moment, and feel it out and um, uh, have contingency plans, you know, adapt to the circumstances. So I know all this is kind of vague and it has to be because your circumstances are your circumstances and I can't help you with that. Um, what I would like to do um, something that I haven't put officially together yet is I would like to, it's another vision for myself for 2022 is to try playing with monthly workshops where we almost do a live recording of like a podcast or a deep concept and you can come on the webinar or wherever and ask questions and we can include some of your context. And um, so I would love to know if that's something you'd be interested in. If you go to dopaminepodcast at gmail.com or if you're watching somewhere that has a comment section, leave a comment and let me know if that's interesting to you. Um, so my main theme for 2022 is less is more. And so that's probably going to mean shorter podcasts that might be, um, you know, putting less focus on tinkering with things that don't necessarily need to be tinkering, tinkered with. And I'm still kind of defining the specifics of what that means, but that's kind of where I feel like I'm at, is this idea of less is more and going from there. And so if you have a general mantra, that could also help. You know, again, if it's like being more active could be something like that. Um, or crying more. Or uh, playing more Animal Crossing. <laughs> if you're not a person that is really good at... at um, resting like I am. 
and um, or I don't know if you need to be bad because like maybe you've been trying too hard to be a good person. And you're like, you know, be be bad, take shortcuts. Uh, you know, it doesn't always have to be like this upward quote unquote focus, right? Uh, we can experience depression because we haven't experienced sadness. And I think you can also experience declines in your healing or achievement if you are not um, allowing yourself to have human moments and allowing yourself to cry or freak out or be neurotic every once in a while um, and, and, and repair relationships and do all those, those healing things. But like, if you're suppressing is really what I mean, that could be very much... Um, a negative, even though it can be perceived as a positive, if that makes sense. So anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. I have to go get my laundry and the kids are coming and we're going to have a good new year. So I hope you have a good new year. I hope you have something to do. If you don't, that's cool too. Um, enjoy yourself, rest, relax, prime yourself and cast a vision. And even if you're not in that place too, like it's about where you are. And so take a moment to look at some of the good things that have happened in this last year and maybe some of the bad, but like make sure you're, you know, find that balance of like, am I putting a bias towards the negative because the negative feels more realistic? Um, optimism is also realistic for the record. So with that said, 2022 for me, less is more trying some webinars and continuing this weight, weight loss trajectory and, um, resting. That's a big thing for me too. So with much love and sincerity, I, I love you guys very much. Thank you for listening to the podcast. 2021 has been uh, a better year than 2020 for sure for me personally. And i um, happy to see what 2022 has to offer. And so with that, uh, you know, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff on our website at dopeintp.com or if you go to dopaminepodcast.com, D-O-P-E, by the way, it's D-O-P-E-A-M-I-N-E. It's like, yo, that's dope. Um, you can go on there and we have a, we have some courses that you can sign up for if you're an INTP in the Myers-Briggs system based on my experience and things that I've learned. Um, I have a productivity course. I have things related to relationships and a course called Cosmic Calibration, which is all about maximizing your thinking and discerning that from the feeling side of things. I think that's a really good calibration point. If you're trying to do some growth work as an INTP, that's a really great way to start off the year. Um, and if you're not ready for any of that stuff, we have an email list that you can sign up for. And in your inbox, you'll get what I call exploring the inner cosmos, which is a multi-part series about exploring the way that we input information process and then output information and like how that relates to creativity and uh, expression and all that fun stuff. So if you want to get to know how I teach and some secret podcasts, that's what you can do. Dopaminepodcast.com. I've been C-Note. I appreciate you and um, take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll talk to you next time on Dopamine. See ya.